or on Facebook Live, go to facebook.com slash Nachum Siegel Network. Rabbi Yedidya Naveh is managing editor of the Mikraot Hadorot series at Koren. By the way, if you're watching right now, this is the sample of the Koren Mikraot Hadorot Sefer. Um, we'll, we'll hear in a moment how big this project is. I was given a briefing about this project last night. It is absolutely spectacular. He, meaning Rabbi Naveh, has held editorial positions on several major Koran publications in English, including the Koran Talmud Bavli and the Steinsaltz Tanakh. He holds a BA from Yale, smicha from the chief rabbinate of Israel, and lives here in Jerusalem with his family. Rabbi Naveh, welcome to JM in the AM. Thanks, Nachum. It's great to be here. Can uh, I just say before we start that sure. it's a real privilege for me because I grew up on JM in the AM. Thank I you. Was, uh, grew up in Riverdale and I went to elementary school on the Upper West Side and I have nice. vivid memories of being t- stuck in traffic on the Upper West Side <laughs> listening, to, listening to beautiful Jewish music. So All right, the, really the traffic was <laughs> not our responsibility. The no, great the opportunity <laughs> was our responsibility. So I'm glad you have pleasant memories of those experiences. Um, I was given a briefing about this Koren Mikraot Hadorot series. Some might think I'm mispronouncing it because they're used to the words Mikraot Gedolot. That's right. Which is the classic Chumash, right? Mikraot Gedolot is the one that includes so many commentaries, Rashi, Ramban, and many, many others, in that classic, what usually is a five-volume set of Chumash. This is Koren Mikraot Hadorot. I don't know how much of the history of this project you know, but I'm curious where it came from. Where, where, where did it start that we're going to make an adjustment to the way that the Chumash is presented? Well, this, this, is, this project was born in a very uh, uh, important uh, breakfast that was eaten by, uh, <laughs> by Matthew Miller, the publisher of, uh, of, at Koran, and uh, Rabbi Mar- Marvin Heyer, mm. where the two were discussing uh, contemporary learning of, uh, of Torah and of Tanakh. And they mentioned to each other how, what a shame it was that people don't really have access to so many important uh, commentaries of uh, the ancient time and of modern period, such as Matthew mentioned Philo, Rabbi Heyer mentioned uh, um, the Mishnah Rabbi Aaron, Rabbi Aaron Cutler. And they uh, sort of hatched a plan where we could maybe expand the idea of Mikraot HaGdolot in order to encompass all of Jewish history from the most mm. ancient sources, Midrashim, the Talmud, all the way up to, to, to modern luminaries such as the Rav, the Baal Rebbe. So, I will, so I'm, I'm somewhat accurate that you're including some of the classic commentaries, Absolutely. right? There are classic commentaries in here. At the same time, I guess with what, the appropriate parsha or the appropriate... Pasuk, you'll decide to add somebody who's from more contemporary times. So we, we've expanded the uh, the scope of the this project so much that it, since, like I said, it goes all the way bum from you know Philo of Alexandria and from and from the Talmud all the way till most recently Nehama Leibovitch. Like the only rule is you have to be dead in order <laughs> to be in order to be in the in, in the volume. There was so much material that first of all we had to to select. With I a, don't know how you uh, even with, uh, went about with doing the tweezers, that. but it was also so much that we couldn't even fit it all on the page for a given uh, for a given block of text. Right. So what we did is we divided the book into three different parts. Mm. One, the first one is called uh, the uh, for the one first one is for the for the ancient commentaries and it's called the time of the sages. This is where we have stuff from Chazal. The okay. second one I'm called looking the, at that yeah, right now. The second one is called the classic commentators, which are what we normally are familiar with in in uh, in Mikraot Gedolot. These are you know Rishonim medieval commentators. And the third section is called confronting modernity, and this is where we have uh, the more modern luminaries. And modern is a is a is right. a broad term, right? Starting all the way back from uh, you know from even from uh, from Orachaim, but going all the way up to you know. Rav Soloveitchik and Chama Leibovitch. 
Rav Shumshin Rafal Hirsch is in that section. Absolutely. Hal McDover is in that section mm-hmm. that you just described. So now I get every one of these volumes will be one individual parsha. One individual parsha. That's, That's how big this volumes. book is. That's 54 volumes. You need an entire volume to cover just one parsha. Right. One book a week you're taking to show with you. Unbelievable. And uh, <laughs> so people have to make room on their shelves. Yeah. In order, in order to purchase this product. Luckily, it's not that fat, so right. you, can, you, can, you can probably fit it on a, on a good shelf. What is remarkable, first of all, everything you just mentioned is in English. Right. Everything you just mentioned. In other words, when I'm looking at either a classic commentator or one of the more modern ones, it, there is a zero Hebrew text. It is all right, English. Aside from the text of the, of the Torah of itself. Of the Torah, right, right. Just the text of the Chumash, and that's it. Other than that, it's all English. Right. Uh, with the, uh, but this, this would be the Divrei Amatchil. Right, Divrei Amatchil. Right, we th- we refer also, you back to the text. Right, those would also be in, uh, in, in Hebrew. Uh, but other than that, it's all in English, which is, I mean, going to be a tremendous, you know, treasure trove for, for rabbis and for, for those who, uh, you know, just want to know more and more about the parish. Absolutely. That's the idea, is to try to take these texts, which uh, at the end of the day have been a lot of the times obscure or, or difficult for the, for the average reader to access and to really open it up for the English-speaking reader in the most accessible way possible. When will this be released to the public? This should be released to the public uh, pretty soon. I don't think we have a final, we have a final date yet. Next few weeks, like that type of thing? This is a question for, for, the, for, the for, quote, for, the for quote, Matthew. The quote yeah. that was given to yeah. me by the people that you work with at Coran mm-hmm. is that sometime in the next several weeks the first volume that will sounds, be available. That sounds right. And then at what pace will these be released? They're going to be released at a rate of, the plan is, five books a year. So we're planning on releasing this over 10 years. It's a major project, but a book every two months is a lot when you think about everything that we're packing into this. A lot of material. Uh, I think, the, I think the, after we described what it took in order to get the, um, the shots uh, and the time commitment it took to get the shots done on time, so to speak, the timetable you're describing, you know, tells us just how voluminous a project this is. Uh, absolutely. I think one of the big distinctions that, that uh, it's interesting to note between this and between the Talmud Bavli project, which is that uh, the Talmud Bavli project really... Uh, it employed a veritable army of scholars. Right. Really, we had a tremendous number of people working on it. It was, it was, it w- this is much more circumscribed in terms of the in terms of the manpower. We have a small, dedicated wor- team working very, very hard uh, in order in order to get this out. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world, the web, and AlchemSingle.com, on the AlchemSingle network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Next week. Uh, our weekly update will return with Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. Today we are celebrating last night's Siyam Ashas in Jerusalem with our friends at Koren. Rabbi Yedidya Naveh is Managing Editor of the Mikraot Hadarot series. That's what we just described, Mikraot Hadarot, uh, which is, of course, a big, big project that's being undertaken now by our friends at Koren Publishers here in Jerusalem. And... Um, Again, at the at the rate of that you just described, one can only imagine how much work's going into this. Are the big arguments what you alluded to earlier? What to include in each one? That's the, those are the big fights in the office. In terms <laughs> of the the milchamto shel Torah, as we say, is, so that, is thank, that what it's come down to? Thank God, we, we if we if we let that if we if we let that uh, become a subject of uh, of debate, it would be it would be never ending. We have a. a, a, a great privilege of working with the editor-in-chief Rabbi Shai Finkelstein. He's the rabbi of Nitzanim uh, uh, congregation sure. here in Jerusalem. Uh, tremendous Talmud Chacham. And he is in charge. That is his central job in this project is to pick the material. And he goes through an unimaginable amount of 
of, uh, of texts from the Rishonim and Achronim and, and from Chazal in order to pick out really what would be most interesting to us today. Obviously, there's no magic you know, number of how, how exactly you can, or silver bullet, you know, which is the right one to pick. So somebody's going to be unhappy no matter what you put out. Well, the reason I'm laughing is because uh, I'm always amazed when someone's able to quote a Rashi in Chumash. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you'll ask a question and they'll say, oh, that's a Beferish or Rashi in Chumash. And I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> he addresses it. The people you're describing need to be familiar with every one of, you know, th- uh, 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 everything that's said by so many different commentators. Well, the, You must the, be impressed with that group. It's tremendously impressive. It's, it's, a, it's a really talented group of people. And I just want to say, since you spoke to Rashi, this is the last section of the, We're packing a lot into this book. This book, if you turn it over and open it like a Hebrew book, it right. opens from two sides. Yeah, I saw that. If you open it like a Hebrew book, you'll find a full, all-new translation of Rashi unabridged, every single, here, you can look it over, over here, uh, the, every single uh, uh, um, article that Rashi wrote, every single Dibur Machil is translated in full. Now, why would Rashi get this special treatment? Why, why do you think? <laughs> I'm asking, I don't know. Because he's Rashi, right? I think we Rashi is the most important of the classic commentators. So we commentators. need to delve he deeper. Is, right, he is, the, he, he is really the, he, it's him that so many later commentaries are responding to. Mm. It is him that so many of the most well-known uh, sources from Chazal are experienced, we experience them through him because he really was sort of the original aggregator and picker when he, when he, when he came to presenting all this. I heard a shiur a few months ago, someone describing how close we were to losing the manuscripts of Rashi, how close we were in Jewish history and that how, how different we would, we would be today without his commentary on Chumash, which you just described as the essential commentary on No question. And even today we have you know, many different manuscripts of Rashi. Uh, and uh, to that extent we're very indebted to a previous Koran project, the, the Humash Yisrael, which was put out with a, a, a new very accurate uh, rendition of uh, Rashi from the most reliable manuscripts in the, a uh, newly released, at this point it's not so new anymore, right. but Koran Rashi font. Uh, so I recommend that also for anybody. Which it's also in this volume. So you'll be and able by to see the way, there. for those who don't think that the Rashi font also had its discussions, and maybe I could say arguments as well. There was a whole uh, a system that you went through in order to, or that the people at Koran went through in order to get that Rashi font to its final conclusion. It was a fascinating story. They actually found uh, sketches that were made by Eliyahu Koran uh, and never published or released right. uh, and were able to, they were partial, but they were able to build the remaining uh, the remaining letters off of the ideas that they were able to get from this material. So it really is authentic Koran uh, font. Rabbi Naved, tell me about the people you work with because it seems like you are surrounded by just incredible scholars and that Koran is unique and this is not a comment about other publishing houses etc but it seems that that you're in an environment that is uh, unprecedented in modern Jewish history it is a real privilege to work at Koran because not only do we have uh, really you know top people in the in the sort of publishing end of the but we also have in the content side uh, if you come to Koran the Koran offices in Jerusalem you'll see that there are two sides of the office one is the side that handles you know the the, the business and the, and the, the projects and the sales <laughs> and one side is devoted to content and this is includes uh, both, uh, say, Raphael Eliyahu Misgav, who is our, our art director, a brilliant designer. He helped design a lot of the of the of the Koran Rashi font uh, that we see here. So much of the of the of the beautiful Koran design that we all experience today is really uh, is really indebted to him. 
Uh, on the, we also have just in the in the sort of uh, we call it the Beit Midrash department, tremendous <laughs> tremendous uh, scholars like you know Rabbi David Fuchs and Rabbi Yonon Chayin who are responsible for uh, for uh, you know editing and copy editing our Tanachim and, and and our Sidurim, and it's such a privilege working with people who are so venerable and also just tr you know tremendously um, wonderful and warm people to work with. You're in Israel how many years? I've lived in Israel since 2011. That's and eight years. And now. the reason I'm asking is because I don't know <laughs> if the people here in Israel understand what's happened over the last 10 years in terms of Koren's influence in the diaspora. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, you know, sales would reflect it and certainly reputation would reflect it. But it's a much different world out there right now because 20 years ago, I could point to a lot of groups of people that would not be at all familiar with Koren. And now there are synagogues and institutions where everything is directed to Koren. Absolutely. I, mean, I remember, you know, in the shul that I grew up in, this is sort of at the beginning of this revolution when the new Koren, you know, Sidur first right. came out uh, and uh, and how the, the, the Sidurim in our, in, our, in our shul were replaced by these new, beautiful uh, Koren uh, Sidurim. It made a tremendous impact on me personally. And so when coming to Israel, eventually... Uh, I, I spent a lot of time working on the Talmud Bavli with the Steinsaltz team, and then eventually coming to Koren itself was, for me, just a tremendous experience. Well, they're doing quite a job. Were you there last night? Were you at the big celebration? I'm sorry. I had to miss it. It was something. And the presence that Koren had there was unbelievable, so distinguished. Uh, their booth looked amazing, and uh, they were giving out uh, samples of brachot for people to get into the dafyomi. And uh, the selection that's now available from Koren Publishers is unbelievable. It's incredible. In every you know, category imaginable. But it sounds like you're going to be immersed in the Chumash for a while. <laughs> I, I am, but we have lots of other projects in the pipeline. So I'll just tell everybody to keep their eyes peeled because there's a lot more where that Could came from. Could you give me one teaser? What's one of the things that, uh, that would be interesting to us? Wow. One teaser. I think we, uh, one thing we have in the pipeline now uh, is a, uh, and it, I, I don't want to, you know, it, it, it's right. really so it's very, a very, very beginning right. stages, uh, but it's a, a young adult Chumash that might be used as a, could be used as, as a textbook in schools. Um, that's something that could be a great complement to this, and, and features a lot of the of the same translation. Oh, and actually, yeah. parsha by parsha, that would be perfect for a school. I mean, that's you know, that, that's the way schools do it usually. And, right? but, but, they spend a lot of time. But one of the on great things about that is that there's going to be uh, Hebrew text together with the English text of the commentary to really allow the student to to to, to compare them. And obviously, there'll be less than you have in here. We have a much greater uh, uh, selection because. Uh, Having only English gives us the space on the page. But, uh, but that's going to be a great feature of that project. Rabbi Yedid Yanaveh, this has been a real pleasure. Thank Thanks, you so Nahum. much. It's been a pleasure. Unbelievable. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. You want to see this conversation as it took place in Jerusalem this morning. It's Facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network.